What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your other host, Dave. And uh, you guys, today we are uh, we're doing it remote. We are. We are in our separate fallout shelters. Uh, yeah, we're doing we're, we're we are practicing social distancing. We truly are. Yes, we are being good little boys and staying six feet away, at least from each yep. other. Well, it was funny, too, because we we originally, I think we were planning on getting together and doing like a dinner party and recording an episode and like all this other stuff. And then within a week, it was like, well, that doesn't happen. now. Every day is a new development, a new crazy, scary development, another lockdown. I mean, just to kind of it's nuts. Yeah. I don't even know what to expect by tomorrow. So, yeah, we're just it's kind of crazy. But I'm glad to see you guys are doing well. Are you able to work from home? Yeah, yeah. So you I'm are. working from home. Okay. Uh, I'm currently transitioning jobs, which I'll tell you about um, oh, okay. off off the air. But uh, yeah, doing a, um, a very good transition, all, all amicable and all things good. good. But, um, Ooh, but yeah, okay. just uh, transitioning some jobs. And we're just now in the new house. Yes. Um, Beautiful. Which you can see on camera, but our lovely nerds cannot. Um, this is in such disarray right now. I just have like foam arbitrarily placed around this room and, and like, blankets yeah <laughs> right just trying to like keep everything because it's like it's wood floors bare walls and a wood ceiling like just flat nothing to yeah so i was like well i gotta i gotta do something uh, that's okay if you guys hear a little bit of a difference in audio quality uh dave is recording on an iphone i'm yep. recording on our microphone so uh we're just making it work we, we didn't want to miss a week doing the you best know, we, no we did not we we love doing this show and it's just like, I, especially like, man, with just being quarantined, it's just you get stir crazy. I was like, we got to do an episode. Yeah, it's it's getting a little nuts. I'm glad. Hopefully it's going to start getting a little warmer out. So we'll be able to at least open the windows and shout at yeah. people from like dogs. So right. when they walk by on the street, I'll just be like, hey, what are you doing? Right. What's going on? What's going hey. on? Yeah, we uh, at the house, we have like a little window up front that we've been sort of trying to get pistachio to learn to love. Yes. Uh, just so that she can go out and look at people and all that other stuff. Is it big enough for like a, uh, one of those hanging beds? It totally is, but Ooh. we have blinds there. So ah. yeah, it makes it a little bit tough. But mm. anyway, you guys, I, uh, before we dive into today's topic, which is Zelda breath of the wild. Um, I just wanted to give a few quick shout outs. Uh, first of all, to all of you listening, because, uh, our Instagram following has grown like almost double this yeah. month. In like a couple um, of weeks. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's just nuts. I mean, we've been, uh, you know, we've been trying to stay on the ball and um, we've been reposting some really cool art by a lot of incredible artists with full credit. We want all the artists to, you know, to, to get their pages seen because they deserve that. Um, Absolutely. And then we've had shout outs from uh, Nintendo Dot Addiction, from Credit Score mm-hmm. Podcast, Florida Men on Florida Man. Yep. Um, which... By the way, Florida Man on Florida, Florida Men on Florida Man and Credit Score Podcast. Go check those guys out. They're incredible. Please do. Yes. After yeah. you're done with this episode, go check them out. Yeah. And really, you can dive in either of their shows. You can dive in at any episode and you'll be fine. So, yeah. So today we're here. We're talking about Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, and this is kind of rounding out our uh, our Zelda kick that we've been on here. Uh, and for those of you who maybe listened before or just are tuning back in, we're sort of switching up our formula a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Dave, if you want to, I mean, if you want to explain. Yeah, what we're, we're what we're doing is we've kind of noticed that we would jump around so much with uh, 
it was, I mean, we were, had a, a great thing going for our first year, but we realized that it, it was kind of, if, if you were a fan, say, of a video game franchise that we covered one week, and then the next week we were covering like a completely separate movie franchise, you might not be following along and you might, people might be, you know, kind of falling off as it were, but we realized right. that s- certain episodes were doing really well. They were performing like particularly well. So we decided, Hey, let's focus up. Let's just kind of do month by month. And that way we're not going to run out of franchise either. I mean, there's no way we possibly ever could, but right. it, it, that way we won't kind of run ourselves ragged trying to constantly be switching it up. And it seems right. to be so far so good. Well, and, I, and I've been digging it because it gives us a chance to really dive into individual entries in a franchise because mm-hmm. it's tough. I mean, you can't cover we've done two episodes like on Zelda as a broad term, and we barely scrape the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, we always end up talking um, about for like 15, 20 minutes about something in particular. And then we're like, well, this right. whole episode should have just been about. Why so, we, so, that's, yeah. so we're kind of switching gears a little bit there. But um, yeah, I wanted to ask, what was your experience with uh, with Breath of the Wild? The first time I really oh, I never had a switch or a Wii U. So I really okay, that's going to be my question to you. If you had the yeah. Wii U. no, I did not get the Wii U. Um, it but my buddy Dave Simon's former guest for the uh, he did our Diablo episode with us. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got to get him back on. We do, we do definitely do. Um, but he had a Wii U, and I remember playing it at his house and being like, "Okay, I only played it for like fifteen twenty minutes, but like I dig this. I it really wasn't enough to get going. Right. But I was like, okay, so everything's breakable. I kind of have this huge inventory. Okay, I see what's happening here. And then not till later on when it was uh, my 30th birthday, my wife and a bunch of friends, they all went in on a switch and my brother got me Breath of the Wild because he knew I was such a big Zelda fan. And as soon as I picked up, I just played through it and beat it in about like three, four days probably. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just didn't stop I logged so many hours in that game. It's stupid. Oh, yeah. I Like more than I should have. I just picked it back up a, a... few days back as soon as the quarantine started actually i was like well i need a good game but right before animal yeah. crossing came out i need a good game to like occupy my time again and uh i knew we were doing this so i was like you know what i'm gonna go back in i'm gonna refresh myself and yeah really get into it yeah yeah well and that's a great game to i mean waste time in but also just spend time and enjoying the environment so uh for me i saw they did like this teaser before it came out like well before it came out they did this teaser of like Link jumping up into the air and it was like the slow motion, you know, he's drawing his bow back. Yeah. Um, and shooting at one of the guardians, which originally, I don't know if you noticed the guardians were, um, inspired by the, what is it? The Octoroks. Yes. Um, yeah. And if you're still in the game. game. Yeah. So one of the creators of the game and I totally, uh, I did not write down the names of the people, but I was watching, um, a, did you know gaming, a uh, little excerpt on it? Yeah. And apparently one of the creators, when he was playing through the original uh, Zelda game and he would see an Octorok, uh, he pictured them as much bigger. And okay. so they, so he wanted to implement that. He was like, well, what if we had basically these giant like octopus like creatures? And then they thought they, they literally thought it would be too gross. Was so that, they made him into guardians. Was it because just because of the sprite size, like they literally were the same size as Link. So you yeah, kind of assume, yeah. I mean, cause they, they really are still about, human small human size if you really if you think about them in the game they're yeah pretty much well, I mean, when you're looking on those 8-bit systems though i mean it's yeah. so much harder to tell any sort of scale or anything like that um and well so speaking of 8-bit i wanted to just kind of dive right into the development side here okay i uh, they tested a lot of the systems in breath of the wild 
in 2D. They basically had a like a Zelda one map maker that Nintendo was using. Huh. And they were just trying out things like, you know, they'd have like the leaf that you could like blow some air out with or like when you're on a boat or something or. Um, so just you know, kind of as like top down puzzles, like yeah, making them. Perform- yeah. So they could. There's basically like we did that little uh, NES on our Instagram. Check out our Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there was the NES version or a Super Nintendo version of Ocarina of Time. So you're yeah. telling me there's essentially a version of Breath of the Wild out there that exists, even in exactly. like a RPG maker form. Like, but it's a yeah. full. It it looks exactly really... like this. It's and it was weird because it's it's like the same engine as Zelda One, but it's like high res eight and bit doing crazy like. I'm I'm so curious as to like they're like well to a degree we can run because you're like without being 3D how do you launch a boulder into the sky with the frozen time you know like right and I think it was more like they didn't program the whole game in that they just sure. did it to sort of test some concepts yeah. um and something else that I found was really cool and I think we touched on this in one of our other episodes so what what they like to do over the old folks over at Nintendo mm-hmm. when they're starting off a new Zelda game they like to get a build of Link. And then they like to drop them in with an enemy just to kind of see how you could interact. Okay. Um, and fun fact, the enemy that you get dropped in with uh, when they were testing for Breath of the Wild was one of the Bokoblins. Oh, okay. Like the little red guys with like the uh, the loincloth. Yeah, the little Boko guys. Yeah, the yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, why, why did they, was it just a randomized enemy there or did they want to like little low end guy, little nothing? I think it was just like the low end guy. I mean, I don't have that info, but I'm sure. that, that's my assumption is that it was, you know, they want something that's a common enemy that mm-hmm. Link can sort of test out his combat style on. So you guys, we've been talking about how, um, how linear some of the Zelda games are and which is not a big deal. I don't mind the linearity personally. Oh no. Um, but they, they were critiqued pretty heavily for it, especially after Skyward Sword. I could see that. Yeah. For how like free that game posed that's or poised itself to be because you can literally right. fly around. You're it, the freest thing you should be able to do. But man, it felt limiting whenever you were quote, you know, you dropped into areas. I'm like, right. well, I'm just flying around the clouds. All this looks the same. There's no. I was like, have a floating, different floating island, something to go to, or I don't know. It was, and it's just specific drop points. It's a I good mean, game. A, don't get me wrong. I do. I love all. Yeah, I love it. But it's I'm, it's my I'm on least the fence about Skyward Sword. Of the newer games, it's definitely the lowest one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I I beat it. I I beat Skyward Sword all the way through, and it was. I don't know. There was a lot in that game that I could kind of gripe about, but they. I think they took the the fans feedback seriously yeah and they really put that into uh breath of the wild so uh i got it on switch i actually got it like midnight release with the switch oh yeah um and really random story but um as as longtime listeners will know uh dave and i suffer from good old agita oh yeah um some acid reflux and that night when i went to go pick it up dave i had the worst acid reflux i've had it almost in my in life. <laughs> I seriously thought I was going to, yeah. like I, I had to run to the bathroom because I thought I was going to throw up in line. Yeah, yep. Um, and I was like, well, that, this is embarrassing. Uh, but you know what? I toughed it out because you know, breath of the wild Zelda. on switch yeah. on release day. I mean, 
You're not oh, going to not tough it out. Oh, man. It was. And yeah, as soon as I, I mean, like I said, I didn't put it down that night. I stayed up all night playing it. It was just yep. so good. So good. And yeah, just a, a whole world. And like we were mentioning about being for or former games being, quote unquote, linear. This just true freedom after you finally got yeah. after you got done with that first maybe hour and a half, you know, the, the tutorial section you, you yeah. are. They open it up for you. But even the tutorial section, it doesn't feel like a tutorial. You know no. what I mean? In, in, in the sense, like you're accomplished, you're gaining strength, you're getting the soul yeah. or the um, soul orbs, or no, the yeah, the things. Spirit orbs, yeah, spirit orbs, yeah, so, soul I mean, orbs, yeah, spirit orbs. You're getting items. You're. It's so funny too playing it again as and I've beaten it several times. And I was going back through and I was like, oh, I'm gonna pick up all this stuff. I know to like do this, right. look for that, and yeah, it's just a totally different experience. Well, and it, something that Breath of the Wild did that I haven't seen in a long time is there was so much to do and so much to find that it reminded me of when you would have to call your buddy up and say, hey, where do I find this? How do I do this? Yeah. Um, and I, I, we called up Will, who's been on the show a few times, and um, I, I called him up and I was like, dude, I don't know what to do about the the Hylian shield. I know it exists somewhere. And it was like, oh, you got to go into Ganon's castle and go here and go here and fight this guy. And it was like this crazy series of things that eventually I would have figured out. But yeah, just being able to sort of phone a friend. I think that's such a cool. I don't know. It's a cool thing that happens primarily in my experience with Nintendo games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They do such a good job of just the puzzles and the. I'm always amazed, especially these Zelda games, because they're just. Every time they seem to top themselves, truly. They're like you have somehow yeah, yeah. by by both doing just the simplest mechanics and then also adding new items that do this, that or the other, creating a new physics engine right. for it and stuff like that. So it's just truly impressive. Well, and the uh, so, yeah, I guess, well, I mean, I, I could sit here and compliment the game all day, but yeah. I wanted to talk about a few kind of uh, interesting things that had come up. So during development for this game, they um it's, you know, this is going to sound like I'm just spewing the did you know gaming video. It's just <laughs> the most recent piece of research I did. So it's the freshest in my mind. That's okay. But um, they uh, they were realizing that players were sort of going along a very specific path. Like they had freedom, but they were all taking the same route uh-huh. um, because they would see, you know, the next beacon. And what do you do? You beeline to it. Yeah. And uh, so what they ended up doing is putting these mountains in place and other obstacles so that you had to sort of go around and find your way to those beacons. I also noticed another game that I kind of picked up when the quarantine started was Far Cry five. I just started like, you know, like, Hey, that, Oh dude, kind of that, like, awesome game. Yeah. yeah like and that, that fantasy of you like, Oh, you can't go outside. Like stuff's gone crazy. But, um, it, Wait, five is the, that's the one that's the post apocalyptic in America. One. Yeah, like oh, uh, I didn't yeah. play five. Yeah, five. I don't was, think I played five. Not the post. No, you did the one that takes place in it with a religious cult. Oh, I thought the f- new okay, dawn. Yeah, yeah, new did, dawn was the expansion. Yeah. Yes, new but dawn anyway, was the one that I haven't played. I noticed something when you there's a mission either side or whatever you have selected in that, or if you've even just a location to go to when you're in the game, you see that icon and it moves as the camera moves and it tells to keep you, you're like, Oh, it's over there. So you don't, right. But Zelda, this game forces you to continually open the map. You are constantly opening the map. And I noticing so much in between that you're like, well, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to, it, 
completely or I have to figure out yeah. how to get there by looking at this map. Well, and there's a lot in there that uh, you sort of just have to figure out through experimentation. Like you mm-hmm. figure out, oh, if I shoot an arrow at this enemy, this will happen. And they so one of the big things that you notice in Breath of the Wild is the physics system and like the the elements, mm-hmm. you know, you can if you start a fire, um, you can light something else on fire with your arrow or you can set your arrow on fire and then move it like you can start a field on fire. And just let it burn slowly towards a camp of enemy. It's hilarious. It's and then crazy. you can yeah. use the updraft from that fire to fly into mm-hmm. an enemy camp. And it's just it's crazy to me that they basically had to build every single puzzle around the the fact that you had these sort of superpowers. Yeah. And, and your base move set is just the you know, those bombs, stasis, and I, mean, I did like know, that, how this, they made bombs a power that recharged and you didn't just collect yes. bombs. You're collecting everything else. They didn't want you to have to worry about bombs as, as well. Right. Yeah. Well, and it it really did put you in a position where you very, very well could walk into an enemy's realm that you were not ready to fight. Oh, and get completely. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the Lionels. <laughs> oh, horrifying. I mean, Yeah. I remember Lionel, the, Lionel Richie, Lionel Richie. Yep. I remember <laughs> the first one yet when you collect the shock arrows, you have to like sneak around it. And I'm like, yeah. I tried to, I tried to fight and like, don't do it, Dave, don't do it. And I got my ass handed to me. Just yeah. Well, completely. And, but the, the cool thing about that though, is, I mean, that happened to me a thousand times, especially yeah. with the guardians. Oh yeah. Um, but then you learn, okay, well you can parry a guardian's attack with your shield if you time it right. And so you just practice this, these timings and you practice, you know, jumping and parrying and dodging. And it really makes you feel like you did the work Yeah, to, to become the hero. It gives you so many options. It's like, here, you choose. How do you want to traverse this or be like there? There are runs you can watch. Like, I'm going to beat this entire game by throwing jars at enemies or throwing right. a rocket, a guy like using just sticks. And you can yeah. do that. And it just, they figure it out. It's yeah. Wild. Um, it's, it's breath of the wild. It's breath um, of the wild. Nice. So I, I, you know, you, you guys, we've, we've touched on a lot of Zelda lore and things of that nature during this, um, this month. Uh, oh man, there was something else I was going to bring up about breath of the wild and it's totally slipping my mind. Um, the, well, the, the one thing that I did want to bring up is, and we kind of touched on it earlier, but moved away from it. So they moved to this open, like Rome category, basically it's yeah. True free world. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if sandbox is the right term. I think it's probably sandbox. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a sandbox. Um, but it's, it's interesting to me because the first Zelda game, Zelda one, which, uh, if you guys haven't already go check out last week's episode, uh, which is the original Zelda games for NES. Yep. But in the very, very first Zelda game, you're literally dropped off and you, you walk into a cave and a guy says, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this sword and you adventure. That's it. Yeah. Um, and in this game, you wake up in a cave and you walk outside and you find a stick, which, OK, I wanted to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, the Zelda community is pretty torn on this. What do you think about the the system of weapons breaking? I. 
So once I once I found the master sword, it really didn't bother me because I was like, okay, that's cool, but it does take time to recharge. Right. After it does it does quote unquote break. Um, but and it takes a while to get that because you need thirteen hearts to even so pull it out of the. I I kind of hope, and it would be a cool dynamic, maybe for the second game or for future games that they do a little bit of a return to the. You get a super weapon in each dungeon. Oh, yeah. And yeah. each of those super weapons might be not necessarily like a hook shot or or even the bow necessary. Or you could find one could have like a super dope bow that like doesn't break. Right. Each dungeon has a weapon. Each item that comes from a dungeon or each dungeon has a, both a weapon and an item. That'd be great. Right. Like they're huge enough to do that, that that weapon or end item is unbreakable. You can still yeah. use all the other unbreakable stuff and they recommend that you do. But like. Well, the tough thing with that, though, is you would need to build every dungeon so that you don't need any items from the other dungeons. Exactly. But if you have certain items from certain dungeons, it can make it uh, that much easier. The more right. you have, it could or be. Or it, it gives could, you a reason to sort of uh, Metroid yeah. backtrack a little bit. And exactly. You see might what not works have, where. You're like, oh, this burns down these types of walls. There were so many of those types of walls in that last dungeon. Right. Like Exactly. So there, so there's no, yeah. There would be no good... They could steer you towards the first dungeon or temple. But then, yeah, after that, well, make it so to basically take Breath of the Wild one times it by eight. Well, and, and speaking of dungeons, there weren't really dungeons in no. Breath of the Wild, uh, which that's the only thing. If Breath of Those the Wild would be my had, two complaints, if they were yeah. could be called complaints. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a complaint, but. That if I did have a complaint, it would be that I want dungeons back. I want to mm-hmm. be able to explore these like themed temples and, you know, They're unique so bosses. ominous and yeah. daunting looking. I remember when you grew up as Link in Ocarina of Time and you go to the forest temple. It's so spooky getting there. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm in a forest. Forests aren't supposed to be spooky, but this one is. And this temple is like back set in it. And it's overgrown and the temple itself was spooky. You're dealing with ghosts. Right. They had this such this different ambiance. The problem with the Breath of the Wild ones, yeah, you had these four mega the the four guardians or whatever. But right. Like they were all the same. It was literally all like they looked the same. They were of that ancient architecture, but like it wasn't I, that, it wasn't that appealing to me. No. And I, I, I and I mean, I don't mean to slam Breath of the Wild because it's uh, like oh. I said at the beginning, it's one of my favorite games yeah. ever. But those the the Divine Beasts were yeah, not that beasts. much fun. I, I didn't, I didn't no, have a good time with them. They, they just were kinda, more aggravating than not either getting yeah. on them or the camel Ugh, with the one with the rotating torso. Yeah, with the three yeah. rings. I'm doing this thing with my hands. And I'm watching myself. Yeah, <laughs> but like you look like you're doing a magic trick. I'm doing a magic. But like, uh, it was just yeah. It was, and I knew I wanted to do them, but you're like, oh, yeah. this is no fun. And it's like, and then they're also to the most storied. You're like, I don't want to hear these guys talk. It's like an anime cutscene, right? Yeah, exactly. Which was also, it's funny. Like we're kind of com- picking apart the three main components that made this a. Definitely new Zelda game. First voices, second this style. I, I didn't great. mind the voices. I, I mean, I didn't either. But cut back on the Capcom like cutscenes. Some yeah, of them were very long and very dramatic. Yeah, and some of the some of the voice acting was not too great. Yeah, like the prince guy, the Zor, like are just odd. 
Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. That, that's a better way to phrase it. It's not, not that they weren't good. It was just odd. And it worries me. Like, it. I don't know. Sometimes the trans. I like the translate. It's weird. Like this, hearing certain characters speak in a. I call it like Star Wars speak. There's this epic, like kind of like the the Darth, like no, I am your father. These high kind of lines, right. these very are operatic Shakespearean. But when almost. you talk about when you say it in like a 21st century, how we're speaking, like how Han Solo would say it. There's right. characters who are like that, and then there are characters who aren't like who speak very operatic, and then yeah, but that's the yeah. point. But when you finally give like. Like the king, uh, the king of Hyrule. Like yeah. he, he's spoiler alert. If you haven't played this game, he's the old man at the beginning who kind of, and then he turns into the spirit of right. the king of Hyrule. And uh, even he is like, I'm like, oh no, you should be speaking like, wow, thousand, you know, right, and right, sort of stuff like that. I don't know. It it kind of caught, catches you off guard at certain points. So before we get into the future here, because we're almost there. I mm-hmm. did want to bring up um, when you said the, like the spirit of the King of Hyrule. Um, so there was a beloved member of Nintendo who passed away a, mm. a while ago. Uh, Satura Iwata. Satura, Satura Iwata. I have so much trouble pronouncing his name. I don't know why. It's just like the, the consonants are, or the vowels are backing up. So I apologize. But um, Iwata, who was like famous for slashing his salary so yes. that his employees could not be laid off when Nintendo took a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had passed away uh, somewhat unexpectedly uh, after, I believe, a battle with cancer. Um, if you feel like crying, go watch the Did You Know Gaming video on his legacy because, oh, uh, also responsible for um, for Earthbound, a lot of the, yeah. the a lot of what was going on in Earthbound. Um, so they there's a creature on top of this mountain and it's called like Saturi Saturi or something like that, which um, again, I'm butchering the pronunciations, but it's you go to the top of this mountain and there's this um, like spirit. It's not even an elk. It's like a spirit animal. And it's just awesome. Like this big horse. Yeah. Yeah, And and when you take a picture of it, it gives like a description that's totally referencing Iwata. Mm. So I just thought that was kind of cool. I remember that, that yeah, there's that. a side quest, the spirit of the mountain or whatever. Like yes. you catch it, you catch it and tame it. You can ride it. And then, Oh, I, can you, I don't think you yeah. can ride that one. The one I remember there was one you this can is ride. Like a, this is like a blue spirit. I think you could just take a picture of this. Oh, one. Okay. The one I would say is like that, those horse with the bunny faces. Remember those things? They're these weird antlered, like maybe you critters. can ride it. I don't know. And it's it looks like it's the size of a horse, and I rode it. Yeah, I took it. I took it to the uh, uh, the horse um, stable where you can like you know ba- basically put throw a saddle on a horse, so like right. it's mine permanently. And the guy freaked out. He's like, "What is that thing? Yeah. Like, get that away!" And did you like, ever? Did you get Ganondorf's horse? No, I got Zelda's horse. Okay, I got Ganondorf's horse. That thing's huge. That's cool. Can you and you can saddle it? Oh yeah. Ah, sweet. Oh yeah. It's awesome. Um, so we're we're not nearing the end of our time, quote unquote, but we do have to move to the future of the mm-hmm. franchise here, which has a future. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 was announced last year. Yeah. Um, and the, the trailer for it. So you kind of see Link and Zelda and they're underground in this tomb. And there's this like 
evil's like spirit almost that looks like it's resurrecting the body of Ganondorf. I'm wondering, yeah, we're I'm trying to figure out is this a prequel? Is I don't this, think it's a prequel. I think it's after. Is it after? Is that the Ganondorf you just defeated? I th- I think it's like a Zelda while has after, short yeah. cut hair, but they don't look any younger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think if it was a true prequel, that a cool thing to do would be to make him kid like give it like a gap, like make him a kid. Well, but, so you'd but see Link, Link adventure was, as a child. Link was away for a hundred years though. Exactly. It, so, it would be the prequel before that happens. Right. So it would be, yeah. Well, but the thing that makes me think that it's not is the fact that we see Ganon's castle sink into the ground. So oh, yeah. Yep. What I'm wondering though is where in the heck, and I'm using hack here, so just earmuffs. Um, <laughs> but where does where does it take place? Is it going to take place on the same map? Is it going to take place under Hyrule? Is it going to take place? You know what I mean? There, uh, I don't I don't know what could happen after that. I think yeah. I think a safe bet would be it'll be I think like seventy five percent the same map. And then alterations to that map, a lot of alterations. But because of, like you said, it sank, fissures will open up. There will be new portions, like continents could separate. So that could kind of occur. But it's still like the same layout. So like the designers don't have to break their backs entirely. Like But I think it's just by taking the old map, doing cool stuff to it. So you're like, oh, sweet. I remember that from the first game. And then incorporating it into an underground That'd be cool. Like the it's, old temples it's so or something. Hard yeah. Because I feel like, well, first of all, there's a lot of room for the old temples. Mm-hmm. You see remnants of Lan Lan Ranch of the Temple of Time. Like they could definitely do some old temples. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I almost feel like I'd be disappointed if it was the same map. Yeah, I just it's got to be equal size, I think. But oh, like, definitely. I just don't know how they would explain away. I don't, unless they, unless did they like, fall into like a new Majora's Mask sort of thing. Yeah, it could be that or it could be um, like a link to the past Dark World. Yeah, this I have a feeling this trailer is a big mislead. I think we were just you seeing so? one portion, like literally probably one level. That whole underground thing might have been one now, whole aspect of one level. But let me ask you this. Do you think that we were totally misled and it was like a dream or something? Could be that, too. Yeah. Like that's some sort of premonition of what could happen. Yeah. Cause link can go anywhere. I mean, you're in Hyrule in breath of the wild, but you could go to a neighboring land and, yeah. and adventure there. Cause yeah, just because like, yeah, the whole map in the first one's surrounded by water, but that doesn't, it doesn't matter really. They can, I would straight up poop my pants if they brought us to Termina again. That'd be cool. That would like be so cool. Termina, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they could. I don't think they would, but man, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I don't know if it would go over well. Yeah, I think the fans would get a little antsy with that. Yeah, this but, is such a big announcement that that's worthy of like what would be really cool is if this game had DLC or something where you do go to Termina or yeah. something like that. But keep it's got I think got to stay in Hyrule, got to stay in the mainland. I, and I think that it will. <clears throat> um, but I, I guess in closing here, what do you want to see out of? Uh, out of this new Breath of the Wild 2, which was supposed to come in 2020, but I think it's going to be 2021. Yeah, um, I want to see more temples, temples and dungeons. I want to see. And I love all the collectability and huntability, and they did a really good job. It's very diverse and there's a lot of items and collectible stuff. 
Yeah. But let's hone back on the breakability, maybe. Yeah. Make it. I like how the Master Sword works. You're like, yes, you can use it, but it will run out of energy. Then you got to wait like half an hour. In that meantime, you're using weapons that you've accrued during that time. And like, oh, that's a cool. You learn to use stuff. So that's why I'd like to have like a set. And as you collect, you like, okay, there's a hammer weapon from the mountain temple that you'll get. And it's a slow, big, heavy weapon. Then there's the upgraded bow from the forest. And these will never break. But if you say you use them on certain monsters, it doesn't do anything. Right. You can, yes. So there could be this like, oh, shoot, I don't have the proper master weapons yet to beat this thing. So I have to use my breakable stuff. So right. I might not be able to take this thing so, or something. Make that a dynamic. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. For for me, the biggest thing is I just want to see dungeons. I want to yep. see some proper dungeons with some keys. And Heart like we pieces? were saying, no, I, I'm, no. I'm OK without hard pieces. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think it was kind of cool how they did away with those. Yeah. Um, and I think that backtracking would just kind of be, I don't know. I don't it, was neat. It, it made sense. You're like you're unlocking your courage through memory and training. Right. You're doing these tasks that literally are making you more powerful. So it was a cool it, dynamic. Yeah, it could be cool if and I'm on the fence about this. I'm just spitballing, but it might be cool if you were able to actually play as Zelda for stretches. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. Zelda. Or do you think it's going to be Zelda or Linkle? Linkle? I think that's I think that's what they're calling it. Like female link. Linkle. Oh. No, I think it'll be Zelda. I think it'll be like a tag team. And I think it'll be there. Something magic will occur where she, you two will be like trapped together or something. And yeah. like, you can like switch back and forth. And there's a there could kinda be like, like a realm that you're kind of like when you're playing in Wind Waker as Medley. Yeah. And you can sort of like fly from post to post. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. they'd have to find a way for the AI to be really good because that the only thing that sucked with that is. You just see Link in the background going like this when Medley's doing her thing, you know? Yeah. No, I think it would be literally like a body switch. Like, poof, you're now Zelda. Poof, you're now. And the cool thing is, if you're playing Zelda, she might be able to become Sheik. Or like that could or, be her abilities. Like she has or make those, it like, something where like they're following each other. And when you switch, they just the next person takes the lead. Yeah, literally just. Yeah. So they're like close. I think it would yeah. be, it's such an interesting concept because that like Zelda is very progressive with that. Like swapping of not just right. gender swap, which, but they do like you're, you can wear whatever clothes you want. You link has played women before. So it right. could be like a, that could be like a kind of a here and now sort of a thing for them to discuss, but like in a very cool Zelda type way and a very yeah. adventuring, like, cause they, from what I understand, Zelda, the fans want Zelda to, I think, step out of that damsel in distress. Like light. And she and did in this last one. It was, it was still the Legend of Zelda, but it was like you're saving Hyrule. You're not saving the princess. But yeah, let's see her. She's let's see that sweet like rapier sword. She's got that skinny sword and the, yeah. like, the light arrows. I think it would be. Yeah, we're, we're treading on something cool. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. But um, you guys, that's actually it for our time today. Uh, we we hope that this sounds okay. This is our first time doing yeah. a remote recording, so uh, bear with us. But night um, approaches, and we must lock down. I know. So the <laughs> next few episodes may sound a little uh, a little odd for recording, but you know what? We're just working with it because we want to make the best stuff possible for you guys. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at franchise impact. You can find me on Instagram at the Zach Rogers, and you can find me on Instagram at the Dave of Wonders. Uh, Dave, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. Stay safe, everybody. Stay inside. Just lay low. Listen to all of our uh, back catalog. Yeah, great opportunity for for sure. All right, guys. Well, cool. Well, we will. uh, We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.